Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And today, we are going to feel into our connection with ourselves, really our multidimensional self. And this brings us on the topic of light bodies and what that means, how we cultivate it, how we really allow it. And it also brings us on the subject of our energy field and how we can feel others as well. This is known as being empathic, and my guest today is here to offer support and readings as we talk about our energetic structure in these times. Crystal Hughes is a multidimensional intuitive, and she is here to assist us today. Crystal, welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much, and I just want to acknowledge you, Lorraine, for really building this warm space, and I always feel the generosity of your heart, so thank you for the work that you're doing, and it really makes an impact. It makes an impact on all of us, so thank you for having me. Well, thank you, too, for being here and assisting with us tonight. Again, this work... For all who join in, it's very powerful and it has an impact on our planet. Absolutely. Everyone is involved. And so I first want to begin by this energetic gateway that we have passed through. We all go through it in different ways. And it's been interesting, but allowance is the word of the day. And in a sense, hibernation could be a word of the day or the month, mm-hmm. actually. And that will lead us into empaths, because as empaths, I know that's what we tend to do. Before we get down that subject of empathic um, feelings and intuitiveness, as well as our light bodies, I want to 
Give my sincere condolences to you and your family. You had to let your brother transition. And that must have been an incredible decision. Uh, life support. He was taken yes. off life support. Share that, that touching story with us. Yes. Um, the beauty of this and the success that was had, um, because we, we ended up having one year with him. He had 4% chance of living when he went in for surgery a year ago. And so for him to come out of that surgery and get to see his grandchild be born, uh, it was already success mm-hmm. <laughs> that we had him. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment that um, touched me so deeply, you know, when my father called me and said that we were going to have to um, put him on life support because he got an infection, uh, fungal infection in his lungs that was impacting his heart. Uh, my father's deep wailing, you know, the, 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 the sadness, the tears, it, it impacted me in such a, uh, a way that had me start to observe myself and how I had always been that strong one for the family. You know, my whole life I had been holding up my father as he was going through his addictions. And as a, you know, a young father especially, he was 19 when I was born, I got to observe myself and, and the interaction and the play of the energies. And um, so putting, deciding to keep, you know, my brother on life support and then that day when finally we had to make a decision, it was heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was mm. so difficult. It was so difficult. And I had been observing his energy moving out of our family field. You know, as as we tune in, we feel so deeply as empaths. And we monitor energy constantly. And, of course, I was monitoring my brother. And this was my closest brother. You know, he was the one that always stood up for me and stuck up for me, you know, when my dad would go on kind of wild rampages, you know. um, Mm -hmm. And and he protected me. He was my protector. And so for him to cross over, I had to start really looking deep into myself as to how I had arranged my mind around my protector. This was my protector and then him leaving. And suddenly I was kind of thrown into this depth of, uh, having to now say, well, who is my protector and where did he go? Where is he now? There's an empty space. I can't feel him. And so for a short period of time, I could not feel him. He was drawn out, and I knew that was the moment when they had taken him off of life support. And um, and yet allowing myself to feel the emotions Feel the grief, feel the loss, and and the sadness and the tears, and to to really sink down and just let myself collapse. And then I started feeling him again, <laughs> and I started feeling him again as this light being, and having conversations with him, 
and talking to him. And so, you know, I started observing that, you know, I could move from having him as my protector to actually opening up more to the divine masculine and bringing more of that divine masculine energy as my protector. So, yes, thank you for that. It, it, it was quite an experience and being able to, you know, observe him now and know that, that he is light and that he is um, peaceful. Uh, it, it makes my heart very happy mm-hmm. to know that. Good. Well, thank you for sharing that. Our, all of us give you a, a heart hug. And this also goes to anyone else who has experienced loss, no matter what time frame it is, so that we can truly reconnect to that person the way that you were able to do that. Beautiful that you surrendered. Mm-hmm. That is a key word. So, Crystal, thank you. Thank you for sharing Okay. Well, we are talking about empaths today, and it's very interesting because I am willing to bet that the majority of those on this call, if not 100% who listen to this program, are empaths. And that means that we can feel other people, and oftentimes we may not know that that is other people. Or we may just be sensitive. So please mm-hmm. talk a little bit about an empath and, and what's the difference between just being sensitive and truly being an intuitive empath. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, as a highly sensitive person, um, we may have experienced some kind of trauma in life that has allowed our energetic constitution, our energetic structure. And when I talk about energetic structure, I really mean our aura, which has seven layers, seven energy bodies, and our chakra system. And when we um, have a breakdown of sorts of part of our mind that we call the critical mind, what happens is we become ultra-sensitive. We become hyper-vigilant. And I know for myself, that's what occurred when I was a child, you know, as I kind of just briefly touched on my father having addiction and my mother being so blinded because she was so in love and my father could do no wrong, that she wasn't aware of how abusive um, he really was. And even being um, anyone on the call who has had any kind of physical abuse, emotional, mental abuse, Um, even a car accident, these are the types of things that can cause someone to spin off into what we call this ultra-sensitivity disorder, right, where we have the critical mind that's supposed to protect us and have us, you know, know and understand that boundary. It comes crashing down and everything floods in. And so we become hypervigilant and aware and we start to send our feelers out into the space ahead of us or around us and behind us. And so we can be highly sensitive and not be an empath. When I speak to being an empath, I'm talking about being an intuitive empath, if you will. So an intuitive empath has an open power center. The, the, the intuitive gates 
are open and remain open most of the time. So this is what some of you might know as being a clairsentient, right? Someone whose primary way of intuiting and taking in information is by sensing or feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, yes, there there are a lot of empaths. You know, of course, now, Lorraine, as you stated that, my little feelers go up and I start to kind of calculate and, and feel into the space. You know, being highly sensitive, there are things that we can do. And one of the things that, you know, with being highly sensitive is that, again, you're, you're shocked easily. You've got, you know, maybe at a restaurant, the ice falls in the ice machine and suddenly, you know, it, it sets, sets a jolt through your body and you're just like, what? You know, and um, so as it sends that jolt through your body, your nervous system is impacted and your physical body starts to possibly even um, shut down. The adrenals can shut down and you can get offline, Okay. And we have to know whether we're empath or whether we're a highly sensitive person because you can imagine, you know, uh, with a car, you know, if you have an electric car, um, then you're going to have a different kind of manual, right, for that electric car than a manual car, right? You're going to have to look and understand your vehicle and the best way to navigate it, what strategy works for that model, right? And what kind of gasoline does it take, you know, and how do you have to... Um, how, what's the upkeep on it? And it's the same thing with us. We have to cultivate greater awareness and evolve within the constraints that we we know we have. But what I want to do is I want to have everyone understand that some of those constraints that we think are pressures put upon us that maybe we even could become a victim to those constraints rather than observing them as strengths and how to evolve our body and being so that our mind is strong, our perception is strong, and it starts there. What habits do we have? We need to take a look at that. And uh, one of the things that I find is with empath is that there's this, a feeling due to the recognition of how someone else might be in a situation that's, that is burdensome or, you know, they're in a dormancy cycle. Empaths always think that something should be done, you know, something should be done about this. And mm-hmm. so sometimes they're the glue that holds the family together, right? I was working with someone just today. And she had taken on that responsibility. And so she's this glue that holds the family together, which, of course, I've mentioned. I, I have that same thing, taking on responsibility that are you the one that is supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. And if we, don't, if we don't invite the divine to kind of chime in and let us know, then we are kind of bypassing and we're we're not paying attention to the divine voice that's trying to come in and guide and lead us. So we want to watch out becoming a rescuer, 
Uh, of course, that's what I did with my first husband, you know, um, being the rescuer, uh, overworking myself. And also we start to see that if it's not ours to do, if we're not the one to come to the rescue of that person, then we need to be okay with that trust, you know, trusting the divine is going to bring something about, not getting in the way, not getting in between. And so we have to take care of ourselves. And I want to have everyone understand that sometimes in the shadow side of that empath, you will be on a suicidal mission, you know? You will start to harm yourself. Energetically, you'll harm yourself because you'll get into a relationship and you will lose yourself. You will give so much of your energy over to another. You will put your life on hold for someone else's. And all the while, you're thinking that that's what you should do. Um, So we need to learn the dynamics, understand it, and then we can become stronger, become more aware. And instead of going into that hypervigilant state or that ultra-sensitivity and actually have that impact us physically, now we are pacing ourselves, we are inviting the divine to come in, and we're asking before we take action on things. Beautiful. You have definitely clarified uh, in an important difference there between, and it helped me understand as well, right? Because um, I would say everyone on this call are highly sensitive, but the mm-hmm. intuitive empath is, is a little different and deeper. And yes. as you said, with that shadow side, taking responsibility, which really may not be ours to take on, that really does... Um, take a deep look, make us take a deep look at um, what we do. But again, the importance of asking the divine in for the guidance, that is absolutely beautiful. And so we can talk more about this um, perhaps in between. We take some callers. We've got plenty of people with their hands raised. Callers, mm-hmm. if you're on the phone, star two will raise your hand. And of course, there's people who are putting their questions in over the chat line as well. So um, let's, before we get there, though, the light body then, because that is part of our energetic structure, our multidimensional structure. And we can feel um, this, this, we are not connected with our light body then if we give away our power. That's true. We we evacuate. We evacuate many times um, as empaths. And when I talk about these types of things, these are the shadow side, the light side. You know, as we begin to come in, we understand as empaths, we've incarnated. We're wired specifically. We've incarnated to master the emotional body of the aura. So we have this open solar plexus. Uh, It's connected in with our emotional body. Of course, sometimes we're like a sponge and people, you know, always feel that they can connect with you, that they can share with you. You know, you're that one that really Mm -hmm. can get to a person's heart very easily. 
and they feel received by you. Um, and, and you bring this sense of vulnerability and you bring a sense of balance to things. But what happens is, is that an empath can get emotionally bullied by others to do things for them, to take on projects for the community, to hold space for a friend's emotional pain point, right? And they can also get empathic burnout. So if this is going on, right, I'm too sensitive, I can't deal with the world around me, you know, mm-hmm. this fear of, like, people are going to hurt me, they want to take advantage of me. I mean, some people don't even get out of their home, right? It's too overwhelming. There's also this fear of judgment coming towards them, uh, too sensitive to have a healthy relationship or to even use their gifts for their purpose work, right? They think, if I can't even handle my partner or my friends or going out, you know, for dinner without getting overloaded or overwhelmed, how can I handle clients, right? Um, and then also the, the feeling of the, that victimization of people using them up and mm-hmm. leaving them drained, right, after they've, they've been around someone. So it's an issue, and it's, we have to understand that it's really an issue between yourself and the energy. It's not an issue between yourself and the other person. It's not other people are draining me. Although, yes, there are cords and there are things that can happen. Um, mm. But when we look at our, our purpose for being here is to be able to traverse that, right, to be able to transition to be able to say, okay, I incarnated as this empath. I'm clairsentient. I feel so much. And how do I get to that place where I'm using this gift to build this emotional body, which connects directly to the light body? In other words, we build out the emotional body. We strengthen our mentality. So our mental body and our emotional body are now aligned and now it's feeding in to the light body. And that light body is the vehicle that allows us to evolve at a great rate and to move beyond this, you know, third dimension, fourth dimension, right? And it's like the elevator. We step into that. We step into that elevator and we go up. And so when we start to see that, being an empath really um, brings us to a place of importance with maintaining that light body awareness. You will stunt your energetic growth and evolution if you stick to the mentality of the shadow empath. So your natural mm-hmm. flow of evolution is wounded. The energy and the light isn't flowing through you in the way that it wants to to organically hold you up. And if you're not home, if you're not in your body, you're not claiming your divine right to that light. And so you'll not be able to move to that enlightened state. So first it comes from recognizing yourself as an empath, moving into that state of being empowered as an empath, and then moving into the place of being enlightened. Okay. Very cool. Thank you so much for that. Claiming our divine right to light. 
Okay, well, it brings up some examples, and I know the best way to experience this is to take some callers. You are here to support them. You're going to do some scans, and you might even scan the light body as well. So here we go. Let's go to, yay, let's go to Ginger in Wilmington, North Carolina. Hi, Ginger. Hi. Thank you for Oh, and my condolence to you. And thank oh, thank you. You ready for your reading? Yeah, my scan. That would be great. Yeah, sure. So just tuning in with your higher self. So what we're seeing is when we look at um, this degree, I see you moving into empowered empath. You know, if we were to say the status of this, and one of the things that I'm looking at is the back power center. The back power center is avoiding the degree to which the flow of light wants to come in. It's letting a little bit of light in. But because of this fear, there's a fear of, you know, the force of the light coming in is going to advance you too quickly, right? And what that means is that it's almost like, oh, if I accept my full purpose and step into my full purpose, um, I'm going to be exposed too much or there's going to be too much of that spotlight put on you. And um, so the light body right now is built out all the way down to about this power center around the waist, okay? The lower part hasn't been built out yet. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to work on that back power center chakra and the aspect that is a little hesitant to bring so much of that light in for fear of putting you into the spotlight, okay? Okay. Great. Do you want to do some of that work? Do you want to do some of that work now, everyone on the call? Lorraine, should we do a little bit of that, just clearing that out? Because I, I just, yes. I like, I saw like a hundred hands raised. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm afraid of being in the spotlight. You know, like, I'm afraid yes. because this person's <laughs> empath. It's like, oh, my God, you know, what's that going to do when we've got all these, you know, all the eyes are on us? Yes, right? that's and a hot topic. So, Mm-hmm. It is. So I want to just share there's, you know, there's this double bind, right? There's like part of us that wants to come out. And of course, I want to use my special gifts and I want to offer that to people. But then on the other hand, I want to just go and kind of hide and call in my hole, right? And I'll just do my energetic clearing work in my house all, all by myself. I understand. Um, so let's let's just do this. I want to have you... Um, really begin to bring these two aspects forward. And on the one hand, right, you're going to have this one aspect that really says, yes, I'm willing, you know, I'm willing to do what the divine wants me to do. And on the other hand, this other kind of sneaky one, this sneaky little persona that's trying to take you out and get you so engaged with fighting the vibration. And maybe even misperceiving those vibrations as intrusions, that it it keeps you occupied with clearing and cleansing and um, battling, okay? So I want you to just bring these two aspects forward in front of your body. 
And everyone, let's just get clear. So just bringing your attention out of the mind, dropping down into your heart space, allowing yourself to feel the pulsation and vibration of your own heartbeat. And know that when you're in the sacred space of your heart, you're safe, you're protected. This is your home. And having these aspects out before you allows you to gain charge, to take charge of the energy, which is what we really want to have, right? It's a healthy way of being in control. And so I want you to imagine a beautiful golden grid of light that flows through you. This is the structure of the universe. Bring this vertical beam of light through the crown chakra all the way through your body into the earth and beyond. One of the lines from the golden grid, bring that from in front of your heart, out the back heart chakra. And the other horizontal line from one side through the heart chakra, out the other side. I want you to imagine that you're connected to all things, all of the high vibrational frequencies and light energies. And as we activate that grid, I want you to imagine the light shining out of your heart and going to those aspects that are pulling you, a tug of war. And maybe this one that is desiring, yes, I want to do it, it's not as mature as it could be. And maybe it doesn't have a foundation set yet. And so it's it's kind of in the how. I want to do it, but how can I do it? I don't know. How can I do it? So I want you to reconnect that one to the divine. Connect it to the grid. Allow the wisdom of your own higher self-being and wise one team to flow into that and transform it. And this one on the other side, this one that may be sabotaging you, one of the ways that it could be sabotaging you is that, of course, you're the wounded caregiver and you give so much. You're the savior. You're the rescuer. Right? And so let's go ahead and send the light into that aspect, dissolving all of the energies of doubt, fear, distrust. And imagine the earth can take those energies and just cleansing and clearing that and restoring and reconnecting this one to the divine. And now bring these two together so they're not at odds. They're on the same team. And just feel as they begin merging into oneness. But there before you is this divine aspect that is now open and willing. Why are you here? Instead of just accepting that because you can see and feel these energies, that you're meant to engage with them, really inviting yourself to ask for specifics. of Why are you here? What is it meant for you to be the specific offering of? Is it about love and self-love? Is it about unity? Is it about bringing a greater sense of peace and communication? Is it about channeling higher vibrational light beings? Is it about 
being a bridge of the metaphysical to the physical, what is it that you're here to do? And so just being open now to bringing these energies inside your body, allowing them to come in, feel that merging, that light beam through your body. Coming into a sense of oneness now so you're more open and receptive to your own greatest strengths, your intuition, your empathic nature, and the power of your connection. You can deeply connect. So bringing that as an example now into your daily life for others, And then as a collective consciousness, as an offering here today, thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Well, Ginger, did you have any other question there? That was good too, right? Oh, that was very, very powerful. Amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. My Thank pleasure. you. Okay. All right. Well, there's some questions coming in as well. And so um, also it's, it's um, someone are like, would like you to see how empathic they are. So Sherry, mm-hmm. Sherry yeah. in okay. Indianapolis says, mm-hmm. Crystal, you told me a few years ago that I was only 60% empath. Can this mm-hmm. change the more I work on opening my heart, or is this set in stone? No, it, it, you know, what we do is we begin to understand how to hold ourselves energetically. So remember how I said some of, some of the time we respond by e- evacuating, right? We, like, mm-hmm. literally leave our body temple. And we're floating up above and we don't feel, we don't run energy through our body, which we're meant to do. So we avoid emotions, we avoid confrontation. And now we're understanding how to hold ourselves energetically, right? And we can then self-identify, okay? So imagine if you could self-identify and hold yourself with strength, then you would build out this healthy constitution and it's like energies can't then penetrate so deeply and throw you off kilter they can't impact you right you become more of someone that can make an impression in the space right you kind of sound your own song of your soul and that then infiltrates the space you shine your light as a lighthouse that level of awareness brings everyone else up you become a transmitter and that begins to now have people shift and transform instantly right so let me just tune in and let's just check to see now how much you've shifted into actually coming in and holding yourself and interacting with your constitution in the way that it was meant to. So now this intuitive empathic nature in your clairsentience is functioning now between 90 and 93%. Okay? 90 to 93%. So what we're talking about, Loren, is a, is a level of accuracy with your intuition. 
Okay. You see that? So as an empath, an intuitive empath with an open um, solar plexus, third chakra, we can be so influenced by people outside of us rather than us maintaining space and being able to interpret correctly, right? So some people might say, well, Crystal, you know, I feel everything, and sometimes I take on the energy of other people, and I can't tell the difference between my energy and their energy, right? Mm -hmm. What's happened is that you've let the outer edge of your aura collapse so to speak, right? Or you've left the door open and you're like, hey, y'all, come on in, <laughs> right? And um, so so now you don't just have people, um, you know, people are sitting in your aura. And what I find is on average, people have one to two um, people sitting in their aura. That means that there's not a boundary between, you know, that person and those other two people. Now, if you are a mother and you have a child that's up to about between, you know, about eight or nine years old, so um, any age up to about eight years old, that child is okay to be sharing an aura with them. But if they're older than, you know, between eight and nine years old, they need to now have their own aura and claim their own aura, and you need to bring your energy back, right? Mm-hmm. And let them go. Let them be there. Um, so we have to look at this because if you have someone, let's say that you're, you know, your aura is 12 feet around, okay? And then imagine sitting next to someone at a movie theater, you think that they're not in your aura? They're in your aura. So we have to learn that we can we can draw in. So an easy exercise is if we're going someplace, right, like mm-hmm. a movie theater, then we draw our aura in. We talk to our aura. Our aura is alive. It's a being, right? And so we ask aura, please draw in, be close to my body right now. And then you can let it go back out. Your aura is going to breathe. It's going to naturally go anywhere between three feet to to upwards. If, if you're a high-level intuitive, um, it could easily be 12 feet around, right? So we want your your um, your aura to become very intimate with you and you to become very intimate with your aura. And the degree to which you know yourself, understand um, your natural tendencies as an empath, you're going to be stronger. You're going to um, be healthier in your body. You're going to have a greater level of memory, um, awareness, um, recognition of truth versus, um, you know, falseness, right, lies. You're not going to be conned. Empaths can easily be conned. So we have to look into these types of things. The other thing is empaths sometimes become the chameleon. They turn Mm -hmm. into whatever that person wants them to be and Mm. become this chameleon, but it's secretly their way of taking control of the situation, right? So there's all these dynamics that we have to look at and really pay attention to. And that's what I'm here is to, to go deep into the distinctions 
and to support you understanding what your own personal shadows are, how to shift them and actually bring you to that place where you're strong, you can you can make the distinctions, your intuition is heightened, and um, and now you're ready. You're ready to be that channel of light and information. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know all have their hands raised to become yes. the channel of light, right? We all mm-hmm. want to do that. So thank you for your tireless effort to really assist in that. Well, Crystal, what you just said there has so many of us looking back at our lives and situations uh, and and recognizing more of the shadow side of being Mm -hmm. an empath. And so, um, right, what about those who don't like crowds or, right? I mean, I -hmm. I tend to think that that was a past life memory of me, uh, a past life that I had. But this mm-hmm. could be more of wanting to protect ourselves, and Absolutely. even like you know, at times when we feel like hibernation. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, we we do have um, uh, we have these tendencies, right? And so we have to look because some of them are protective mechanisms, and um, we have a, a strange sense of wanting to be satiated right and and the reason why is empaths are used to being satiated like like a sponge filled up right mm-hmm. so we're always striving secretly to empty ourselves out to empty the container so that we can be free free to be ourselves right and nature is wanting us to feel its presence and the same with the divine right so we can see that one who desires emptying out and feeling that freedom and the one who keeps satiating itself and stuffing itself on others' emotional energies and feeling tones, right? Mm-hmm. So, so really we're going deep now and we're exposing some things because, on, you know, again, our mind, we might say as the higher self, I don't want to keep taking on other people's emotions, but we're, we're almost obsessed with that and so when we keep saying I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to but um, secretly our mind our subconscious our blueprint our patterning is set to do that because we want to be filled with light Um, but what's happening is we're filling it with other people's energy other people's emotions we are the wounded empath we are the martyr we become that martyr and I want to bring to attention for everyone that there's really two types of, of empath um, as far as behavior goes. And one, is, one type is that they go out and they reach into someone else's aura to analyze how that person is feeling in order to protect themselves. So in other words, if I reach out and I go in and I get the information that someone's angry, then I can come back and prepare myself for that anger, to put up my barriers, right? Mm -hmm. But that person brings traces of the energy back into themselves because that energy is sticky. And they forget then 
you know, that they can't process it. None of us, none of us are here to process someone else's energy. When you say, I feel sorry for that person or I feel sad for that person, Mm -hmm. what you're saying to your energy body is, I'm going to take their sadness away from them and process it for them. I'm going to feel it for them. I feel sad for them. Yeah. And it lingers and it stagnates and it fills up and it takes up space. And the second type is the empath that draws the energy towards them and internalizes it for analyzation, right? So again, kind of satiating themselves and for a moment feeling satisfied because they've identified the situation on an energetic level and they know what's going on in the space just in case, right? But again, not realizing that they just welcomed it into their home. They welcomed it into their aura. So um, this, is our, this is our time to wake up to what have our tendencies been, right? And mm-hmm. that's why we see what are those protective mechanisms that we've put in place, and especially in relationships, um, mm-hmm. that don't allow us to be fully aware. So what's happening is we blame. We blame other people because they bring negative energy or, you know, they're trying to hook into us or cord into us or all these things. But what if it's actually you going into their energy? Yeah. Ooh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to be responsible now. We have to be responsible. And we, we have to because this is, it's territory that, you know, we may have never gone before. All of, of course, our past lives, yes, those experiences lead up to now, but at some point, we have to now take responsibility and we can make it through. And I just want everyone to know because there was years, um, in 2008, I had no idea that I was an empath, even though I was all open intuitively. No one had made the distinctions. And um, I had... Um, so many of my clients' energy inside my body that my personal healer basically said, you, if you don't clear this, you're going to die. Like, you have to stop this behavior. And so, of course, it was like energetically putting on weight, but actually physically then starting to put on weight, right? And um, one of the first things that I saw was that my boyfriend at that time was living inside my aura, and I was processing all of his energy. I was helping him with his business. I saw his potential. I was trying to help him get to that place of accomplishment and feel good about himself. Meanwhile, he was dumping all of his emotional garbage inside my body and inside my aura, and I was allowing it. Mm. I was allowing it because I thought it was my duty as a girlfriend, as a good girlfriend, to take that on, to help him. But it wasn't my responsibility. And as soon as I got that, (laughs) you can imagine, it was like, whoa, then that's when I learned how to pull someone out of the aura and then start to work on myself and really come into this place of loving myself and not allowing myself to get kind of pulled and dragged into strange scenarios and, you know, doing things that aren't mine to do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, very interesting. Okay, so Velma has a question. Uh, Velma from Nova Scotia says, over the last few years, I have been the person who helps others deal with grief when someone they love is dying or getting ready to pass. I've been Mm -hmm. at the hospital numerous times to help relatives and friends with this. So what would you think about this gift? Yeah, so let me just tune in and just check to see her energy, okay? I'm just going to tune in and see. So we just want to see the degree to which you're holding the boundaries. So you're holding the boundaries about 75% out of 100, right? Of course, we want you to hold the boundary at 100% because what's happening is I'm seeing remnants of their energy inside your aura, and I see that they come down to the mental, through to the mental body, and some that are coming into the emotional. Fortunately, they haven't gone in and impacted your physicality, right? So you're not taking it on all the way down into your body, but you are taking it on to that. What higher self is telling me is that the compassion that you're sharing with people and just your presence is a great gift. We just want to make sure you're staying healthy while you're offering that gift, okay? So my suggestion is is to really work on um, keeping your, your core strength, so keeping your, your energy in the center, in the core of your body. So everyone, let's do this. Let's just check to see, okay? And I just trust that, you know, you guys will know, but... I want you to imagine with your inner eyes, you're kind of making them little feelers and then you're taking your hands. Reach out and see where your aura is. Reach out and feel where is your aura? Where does it end? And just check to see what is the condition of your aura? Does the aura, is the aura, you know, have open doors or, you know, like a revolving door? Are there rips and tears? Are people trying to plug in and come in? And what are you actually carrying inside your aura? If you could see it, maybe it heats up or it lights up. And if you were to be able to just send that energy out, send it out, send it back. Now, some of this energy is not going to go because it's tied to patterns. And, of course, you've got to get the lesson for that. But let's just imagine sending out as much as we possibly can and kind of cleaning up our house, cleaning up our aura that is our home. There we go. And let's just go ahead and close the door. So our loved ones are moving out. We're closing the door. They can be right outside the aura. It's okay. They're still going to love you. And it's okay if you're in a relationship. It's very healthy for that, that person, your beloved or whomever it might be that you're in a relationship with, to, to move out of your aura. If, again, they're between eight and nine or younger and you're a mom, they can stay in. But now just get a sense that you want to draw that, that light down from the divine through the grid and enhance your aura. Enhance your aura. And as you enhance your aura, 
what's happening is internally you're releasing confusion of where I end and where someone else is begin someone else begins, and you're bringing in clarity. You're bringing in a sense of truth, where you can now feel your the distinction between your emotional vibrations and someone else's. Okay, so this is what we mean. This is this is the beginning of of creating a healthy boundary and aura as an empath. All right. Beautiful. Okay. Great. Are we starting to get it, Lynn? We are. We are starting to get it. So yeah. this is very powerful because you're explaining it in a way that, um, yeah, it does require our responsibility here mm-hmm. to be very tuned in with it. And boundaries is huge on this. All right. So um, in the beginning of this show, I said the majority, if not everyone, is empathic. I know that now to be sensitive or highly mm-hmm. sensitive. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you say? Are, are, are we as humans, are we all empathic? We're just on the, the shadow side or the positive side of that? Well, what happens is, you know, we can be in that wounded mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful whether we're highly sensitive, you know, highly sensitive person, person, okay. HSP, or whether we're an empath. It doesn't matter. What we're doing is we're looking at the shadow side. But what I want to do is make that distinction only because there's certain ways that we're going to support you. Everyone's moving to being empathic in the sense that we want to open you up to all of your clairs. You see, transitioning. So if you're a highly sensitive person and you're now so impacted that your nervous system is shot, you know, you can't handle Mm. one more thing, right? Uh Well, we've got to heal that so that we can then have you begin to open up to your empathic nature as an, you know, empathic that's an intuitive because we're all intuitive. And as far as what I can see, Loren, as I've, you know, really honestly worked with thousands of people that have come through Academy for the Soul in mm-hmm. helping people understand their intuition and how they're wired, I'm paying attention to which of the clairs are being activated first. What is their primary way of responding to energy coming towards them? You know, and so what we're saying is that intuitive empath has the natural tendency to respond first with feeling and sensing rather than clairvoyant. But every clairvoyant is empathic to a certain degree, right? Mm-hmm. Every clairaudient is empathic to a certain degree. So in that sense, yes, we're, we're all in empaths. We're all empathic. Mm-hmm. But we make those distinctions only to heal to then strengthen, to have you come to know and understand yourself and how you're wired and how you intuit so that you can be, a, you know, be an accurate, strong, intuitive being to evolve to the next level and to offer your gifts. Yes, okay. All right. Well, let's go to another caller because it's beautiful to witness how you work and then also to receive 
something for the collective on the call as well. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to Daryl in Atlanta. Hi, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, goddess, greetings, ladies. Greetings. Hi. Hey. Ah, uh, yes. Um, condolences too on your brother. Um, Thank I'm you. I'm studying to become a death doula. I'm a uh, hmm. CNA specializing in hospice and not just helping people make that transition would be mm-hmm. a gift, a passion of mine. Um, I guess I just opened myself. I've actually never considered myself an empath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me share with you a little bit of what, about what's coming through. So I see for you that um, so much of your heart is open. Your heart chakra is so wide open. And with that, People begin to feel open. They want to come to you and they want to share. And I see you holding hands with so many people around the world, literally. It's just like energetically you're you're actually, you know, holding hands with this level of compassion that comes through you. Um, And your aura is pulled in, though, from the power center, um, the front sacral chakra, and up in the root chakra. You're pulling and and restricting some of the energy that wants to build your aura out and to ground in, okay? So what I'm going to do, is it okay if I just check to see what that is that caused that to happen? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, okay. So let's just check to see here. We just want to know. So it's before birth. It's a genealogical issue. Okay, and what this is, is it's a fear of actually um, stepping out and and allowing yourself to be known as an intuitive, okay? So there's this, this feeling of like, whoa, if I really move forward, then somehow I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to get attacked, I'm going to be abandoned, those types of feelings. Okay, now it's a genealogical issue, and so as we look, let's just see how many generations ago. All right, so it's on father's side, and we're looking at 11 generations on your father's side is when this kind of um, mentality was placed into your family line, into your lineage, Mm -hmm. okay? So what I'd like you to do is I want you, as we have already connected to the grid, we can activate that grid, send that light through your father's genealogical line. Imagine dissolving the fear, that fear that somehow if you really do come out of that intuitive, you know, spiritual closet, that somehow you're going to, um, you're going to be, uh, abandoned, or you're going to be pushed away, or you're going to be laughed at, right? Mm-hmm. Start to dissolve all that fear. So your your stomach relaxes, your creativity starts to be amplified, and this feeling that you belong, you belong on this earth, you belong here. There we go. That's shifting. Okay. Now your aura can see kind of pop out, right? So now it's all the way around you, so it's naturally protecting you, all right? And just filling that with light. Excellent. There you go. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you're all set. I, my, my, I considered my dad to be a spiritual giant in my life. When I was 13 years old, he gave me a book about Edgar Casey and said, here, you may be interested in this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so, there. It is in your line. Absolutely. Uh, so we just needed to clear that little bit so you could be fully in your power. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you, sweetie. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye, Daryl. Thank you. Okay, very cool. Let's go to a cell phone caller. Last number from New Jersey. Last numbers of that phone number seven six eight eight. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Jean Marie. Hi, Anne Marie. Hi. Hi, Jean Marie. Jean Marie. Jean Marie. Yes. Hi, Crystal. (laughs) Hi. So um I I can I will you just read me and and tell me sure. where I am? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to connect in. So just looking at so you have a protective mechanism over the back third eye chakra, okay? And your light body is built out on the front side of your body down to the sacral chakra, but not on the back. Okay, so let me just take a look at there's a little bit of doubt and fear about bringing the information that you know is true and literally giving it to the person, almost like they're not going to respond well to it or what are they going to think about you, okay? So what you do is you bring the information in, but you hold it. You hold it, hold it, hold it. And so... The information as it comes in and you being able to kind of, quote, see for someone, right? You see when they're about to make a mistake. You see when it's not the right path for them to go down, right? Um, And you want to share that, but this mechanism is trying to protect you. And it's saying you better not say anything. Oh, you better keep that to yourself. And so this is worry about maybe even if you were to say it, that you give them the wrong information, right, or it'd be misinterpreted, okay? So that's what needs to be cleared for you. Let me see when that mechanism was created. So it was created after birth. So it happened in this lifetime, all right? So you're going to want to work on um, the aspect that is afraid of really speaking that whole truth and sharing at the level of knowing uh, you know, that you're capable of. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, can I just ask, it's funny because I've had a, all day, I've had a strange pain in the back of my head, like on the right mm-hmm. side, and it suddenly, it, it's kind of just dissipated. Was that the block? Yeah, let me scan to see if the block has released. I know we, you know, your higher self was probably bringing your attention to it, and there's, you know, obviously no coincidence that that's what's coming through because your higher self wanted you to see that. Let's see if shining a light on that just cleared that. So we just want to know how's this been cleared. So it's not been cleared yet. Only about 50 to 55% has been cleared. So my suggestion is to really work with that aspect, okay, that created that mechanism. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Thank you, thank you. 
Okay. You know, it's important, Loren, with communication and, and especially with empaths. And, you know, just mm-hmm. because this came up, you know, in, in creating containers. And, yes. um, and I share in the program, obviously, about how to clearly communicate, but to create these safe containers. You know, we, we are in anticipation sometimes with people and how they're going to respond because when we're sensitive, obviously, um, we have that ten- tendency to not want to feel bad emotions, right, or heavy emotions or intense emotions. Um, so we have an inner projector, right? And that projector starts to send out what it thinks is going to happen, which may or may not be anywhere close to the truth, and gets really invested in that projection to the degree that it shuts a person down. And in relationships, then they can't communicate. They can't communicate how they truly feel. They can't communicate what they're going through. Um, And so they project onto that person that that person's going to misunderstand them. But in reality, we've got to shift within ourselves, and there's ways of doing this where we can create sacred containers and set it up uh, from the beginning in a way that is healthy so that as empaths, we can be in healthy relationships. I know, because I've been in unhealthy ones, and now I'm in a really beautiful, beloved, healthy relationship. So if, if we can learn this information, we open up to our own divine mission of, you know, who we are, strengthen ourselves, but then we can share ourselves um, in relationships with those that we love and with the people that the divine wants to connect us with and do that in a very healthy way. It does exist. <laughs> hmm And I know you've got us all looking back at times when, uh, you know, that's a common one where we just give so much in our work or or whatever, where by the end of the day, on certain days, Mm -hmm. we just have nothing Mm -hmm. else to give. We can't even go to the neighbor's party. There's nothing left to give. That would be a, a strong indicator where we have not had healthy boundaries of our energy. Yeah, we have inherent behavioral tendencies, right? And they're a trap. And so, you know, we we have to remember that we're in charge. You know, do we choose mm-hmm. to be around folks that do suck us dry, use us up? Or do you choose to give your power away, you know, by not giving space, you know, between your response to an invitation? So we have to, empaths have to wait a little bit. So if we get invited to some party, uh, we need to check in, not right then, because our tendency is if they want it to be a yes, then what we're doing is we're feeling their yes as our yes, okay? Mm-hmm. We have to give space. Suffering is really optional at this point, okay? Mm-hmm. So pain can be very real, but suffering is optional, right? Okay. It depends on how strong we are. How strong are you, as, you know, in your constitution? Um, because that's going to allow you to really be in the truth of how you feel, right? And to then make, choices and to to give um give your response in a very healthy and responsible way right honoring yourself Mm -hmm. and not feeling like you know i'm going to respond based on someone else's feelings because i don't want to let them down 
You know, so many people stay in relationships way far beyond when they should because they don't want to let that person down or they don't even want to have to have a breakup conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, really, it's something that is, um, it's kind of wild, right? To suffer. Uh, we want to get out of that mentality of suffering. We don't need to do that. We're here to really blossom, right? We're here to let the light in, to fill us up, and to blossom forward. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Well, this is a common one, uh, and I hear this in in different variations. Mm-hmm. Family members. You know, and it could bring up the subject of energy vampires, family yeah. members. There are some uh, who cannot be in a room with family. They get physically ill or mm-hmm. we know that we just don't like that energy. So what would you say when, what would you have to say about that? Because we would think that you can't just walk away from family. I've heard some spiritual teachers say, you want to really work on your spirituality, go love your family. So what are your thoughts on that? And what can we do to mm, protect that energy? These are all tips on really being mm-hmm. responsible for our energy then. Yeah, sure. What level are you um, engaging with that person, with that family member, as far as investing yourself in them, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is, you know, here we are, we're all these souls and we incarnate in these bodies and we incarnate as a family. So we're in that unit. We have that M field. Just as I was referring to my brother leaving the M field, he was leaving my family field, leaving the consciousness, right? His consciousness was leaving that field. So when when we're in the mindset of, you know, family, you know, we have to put family first, I understand that. But also we're souls. And, and ultimately we have to ask the divine to what degree we're supposed to invest in any other soul. Doesn't matter if it's your child or not. Right? So the example that I give of this is always when someone comes to me and they say, hey, you know, I need $1,000, otherwise my home's going to be, you know, foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, my human self wants to say, absolutely, let me write a check for 1000 bucks." But my spiritual self says, wow, they're really going through an initiation right now. And I need to ask the divine, what is my truth for the highest good? Do I write a check for a thousand bucks? No. Do I write a check for nine hundred? Eight hundred? Do I write a check for five hundred? Four hundred? Oh, I'm only supposed to write a check for two hundred. So I give my two hundred. Well, who else is supposed to be giving? Because that's up to the divine. And the divine knows that person's um, evolutionary path. So I can't enable a person and give them the $1,000. I need to just do give the amount that is mine to give. And so okay. that other person can go off and, and who, whomever the universe connects them with. How do, how do we know? They don't go to church or something, and a person writes them a check for $800 and said, I was told in a dream I'm supposed to give you $800. And so... 
you know, if I didn't give just 200, maybe that person wouldn't have gone to church and have that experience. I don't know. But what I can tell you is, regardless of whether they're family or someone else, we have to be responsible. And then if we are in close proximity, again, we have to focus on building up our own energetic um, boundaries so that we can be healthy. Because what happens around us sometimes, what we do is we don't maintain light. Yeah. Um, we don't maintain our aura filled with light. And mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways to keep thought forms and other people's energy out of the aura is to consistently have a practice of devotion. Not necessarily of all this energy clearing, because we can get addicted to that. Right, uh-huh. and now we're just doing this energy clearing, energy clearing. Um, but what about the practices that help us bring the light in? Our personas weaken us. The aspects that drive us to, you know, the personality traits we have that drive us to do the things that we don't want to do and that we know aren't healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, those things weaken us. When we clear them and bring ourselves back into wholeness, we strengthen ourselves. So my focus for everyone on the call is to train you, to educate you in all these, again, these distinctions of how to bring the light in, how to hold the light, how to have certain containers for things that are not of the light, um, how to discern whether you're supposed to engage or not, um, how to overcome these little nuances, you know, these little hooks and these little things that you get entangled, you get you get wrapped up, right? And um, and we have to now say, wait a second, from time I need to just step back and I need to learn this and educate myself, and you will grow and you will become such a a, a powerhouse as a beacon of light that you can work with hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, I've done it. That's what I do. And able to maintain myself. And I'm highly, highly sensitive. And all all of these energy centers are open. I see and I play in that holographic realm. And I can do it and stay clean. And I've had other other healers be very surprised by how clean my aura is, literally, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do it too. You're here to to be a, a dynamic presence of love and to not get, you know, kind of ensnared by the temptation of, you know, the enchantment of someone's energy or to also on the other side of the, you know, the pendulum, to be pulled down into the into the rut, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, and so we are training ourselves, and we are educating ourselves on how to do this, and mm-hmm. that is what you do. You've got a beautiful, actually a lengthy course with lots of programs that people can access to learn about this. Um, Remembering that suffering is optional. We are here to blossom and to really be mindful of our energetic structure. And so with consistent practice, 
we will bring ourselves back to being a beacon of light and we can all do it. I love that it's uh, asking the divine as well, really connecting with the divine within us to learn and hear what is the highest good for all. Very, very profound technique there. Wonderful. It is our connection within. So I we have time for uh, one or two more callers, but I want yes. you to share a little bit more first on the training that you have for folks. Yes, thank you, because it is a training. You know, there's times when we need just to have a session, right, to clear something. And there's other times that we have to learn and we have to be educated. And um, so with this package, you know, I, I want to share that coming out of this, it, it really allows you to have the life skills, okay? And if you look at the Empowered Empath, which is actually that product number two, that's where we begin. We begin at that place. And I want you to come to know yourself as this powerful, loving, co-creative being and to refine the skills so that you can hold this very powerful, confident inner stance. And, and as you hold that, you're holding it free of those lower level energies, you know, like, like the fear and the distrust that you might have. And, with this, you come into the greater level of awareness of your purpose, and we dive deep into the self. We start to really go deep into your behavioral patterns and the parts within you and these dynamics that you have that you may have no idea. How do I keep losing my sense of self? You know, how come I don't have this 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 confidence. I'm I'm just feeling like I don't have the confidence. How come I don't have the emotional and physical boundaries, right? This is what we're bringing up. We're bringing it up, but we're actually engaging in the clearing processes right on those calls. Okay. So you're going to first start with the empowered empath, and you're going to go through that three empowerment group sessions. So you'll be going through in uh, the audios and also watch the videos. So I'm right there with you, okay? I'm, I'm going to be right there with you, taking you through and learning these tools. Very beautiful, very important, how to have that core connected strength, how to really reclaim your energy. And it's all laid out there for you, okay? Now, you're going to also learn how to turn on and turn off your power center, right? So as we were talking about the open center, I'm going to teach you how to be able to work with that, okay? How to be able to be the, the observer of people's energy without getting entangled in and meshed with them, okay? Also being able to dismantle those defense mechanisms, right, internal and external mechanisms that you have where maybe you didn't realize that the actual mechanisms being in place are what are um, draining your, your, you know, your auric immune system, okay, having them there. And then understanding, should I invest in this 
or do I really need to you know, maintain my sense of self? So that's where we first begin. And coming away with those tools, then I take you into the empath in relationships, okay? Um, so here in this um, program, it's going to be done as live appointed calls. We'll, we'll be scheduling the calls. We'll be together on those calls, okay? And what I'm going to be offering you is in depth. It's something where I want you to have this so that you can come back to it. But there's going to be at least three exercises within each call. So again, just like I'm doing here, I'm sharing with you, I'm explaining certain dynamics. I want you to see for yourself, what are you resonating with? How are you playing out certain roles? We're going to bring out the different distinct shadow aspects of the empath in relationships. And I'm going to not just take you through these empowerment exercises, but at the end of each of these empath calls, we're going to pull the persona out, right? So if you have the shadow chameleon, we're pulling that shadow chameleon out and we're shifting it, okay? If you have this aspect that has this, you know, perfectionistic persona or the need to control in relationships or if you have you know I'm a doormat you know persona whatever that dynamic is so I'm shining the light on these different dynamics in each call and in each call we're also going to be cleaning that up okay and and I'm going to teach you how to create the the freedom structure of communication how to be able to create these containers that can hold certain energies. Meanwhile, you're able to, you know, maintain a sense of self and then come into, like I was saying, that greater level of um, awareness of what your truth is. But also I want to say that it's going to help you come into that place of balance. How do you discern? Are you... Are you living in a state of balance? Are you able to now, of course, after this, you're going to attract something other than that narcissistic partner, right? And that taker and that vampire that drains you, okay? So um, you're going to have those um, relationships, you know, the, the series of calls with us, also the videos there as well and the PDF. But... We're going to do three live Q&A intuitive reading sessions, okay? And so with that, we will be on live. I don't know, Marin, if that is here. I don't think it says that on this um, special offer page. So I want to let everyone know there's three... Um, separate intuitive reading sessions. That's where I will get on the phone with you and um, I will be working with your energy. So just as I've done and I've kind of shown you here today working with people on the call, I'm going to be answering your questions. I'll be guiding you to where um, those patterns originated and then also just support you if you have some questions specifically about relationship with your children or relationship with you know, a partner that you're, I'm in an intimate relationship with, 
Okay. So that's what we're going to be doing, really having you come to hold yourself in a new light. And then also, you know, um, we're, we're going to start the live calls after you've had time to go through the Empowered Empath um, and your radiant bodies, your radiant chakras. I'm going to educate you in how your chakras interact with you, how your aura wants to interact with you, and how you can begin that beautiful relationship. And I want to tell you that there's a, a special bonus, okay? So if you can scroll down, you're going to get a special bonus from Amanda Hopkins, who is an Academy Master Teacher. Um, she is a medical intuitive. And she's gone through the training. She's been working with me very intimately for years now. And she's, um, she's on my team. And so what she does is she can pierce the layers and go very deep into your body and into your energetic um, system, so the nervous system, all the systems in your body. And what she does is she begins to identify points within the body. She can see the energy deficiencies. She can see where there's distortions and disturbances. And she is going to do, she, you know, I, I basically called her up and said, would you please do something? Because after we move through the empathing relationships, I want you to have continued support. And she said that she would do a live intuitive reading and clearing session for the group. And so with the intuitive reading, She's going to go in and she's going to share the four main points of the body where she typically sees that trauma is held, okay, in the physical body causing that ultra sensitivity, you see. And, um, and then she's going to do a, a follow-up with you, a 15-minute follow-up. So she's going to support um, seeing how much you've shifted that energy in that live call Okay, and then she's also going to be able to um, make sure that those trapped emotions um, are from their, that origin point in your timeline clear, right? So you have an understanding of that and um, transforming that energy with you, okay, to free your body. So this is, this is so special. Um, so again, for those of you that really are ready, I want you to, to partake in this with us. It's going to be beautiful as we do this all together, that you can feel in charge of your energy. Know where you begin and end energetically. Create honoring relationships, right? So you can be in and around your family and you know what to say to them. You know now how to interact, how to communicate. Also to gain this, you know, this higher level of inner trust and generate a greater level of strength. Build a strong foundation for you to, to relate to the world and to people. And I want you as this empowered empath to really have a keen sense of your intuition and to be able to you know, know how to place your attention in certain ways so that you are creating a loving and harmonious atmosphere to, like, you know, we were saying today, to really blossom, to come out, to come out as yourself. We want to know you, but we want you to, to be comfortable in your own skin and to be able to make those 
um, powerful declaration for yourself of who you are as this divine uh, beloved being of light and of love. And this will support your light body building out. And what that means is that now your evolutionary path is lit up with power and strength that goes before you. So every step you take in your, your ascension process, your light body is now getting to utilize the higher vibrational frequencies and build the light body instead of you using your energy to go towards battling, you know, um, with other people's energies or with your, your projections, or with expectations that other people project onto you. So now you're using that energy and funneling it, channeling it into your light body. And this allows you to open those clear channels of communication with your higher self, with other light beings, you know, the archangels, your, your guides, and the celestial beings that are now um, coming through the portals to to up-level us as individuals and as a collective. So I welcome each one of you. It would be my pleasure to work with you. Well, a beautiful training to assist all who are ready to become an enlightened empath. Really, you hit many spots uh, from the Q&A coming in where that is a common occurrence of of not feeling able to stand in our authenticity or afraid to be authentic authentic or mm-hmm. being a chameleon around others so again this is beautiful training to really connect in with our energy using some incredible spiritual tools and it's the awareness that really assists us in uh, moving forward and flexing that intuitive muscle so much more and letting this light truly shine. Okay. Well, Crystal, we have time for one more quick call. I want to go Beautiful. on up to, uh, let's see, Sadia in Canada. Hi, Sadia. Hello. Hi. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Hi. Um, I've just been feeling very low, and I'm. Mm. Uh, I've been. I just feel like giving up on life because. Mm-hmm. I just. Um, I'm feeling extremely hopeless. Nothing's mm-hmm. working. I feel You're trying to yeah. help my family, and just like work on them, and they don't even believe that I'm doing any sort of energy healing. They think I'm going in the wrong direction in life, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it can be really heart wrenching, you know, um, because you know here's one of the things that again I was mentioning about you needing to invest your time and energy um, where you belong, right? And again, you know, I don't want you to get into that place of helplessness. When you become very strong energetically, then what happens is you shift the family M field. They don't, they don't need to know what you're doing necessarily, right? So what happens though is sometimes we think that we have to engage them to receive us, right? Mm-hmm. We want 
we want to be received. We want to be acknowledged. We want to represent the divine and spirituality and energy work, right? Yeah. And, and our hopeful self is saying, come on, aren't you guys getting this? Wake up and look what I'm doing for you. Exactly. Right? But what happens is you're exhausting and depleting yourself. What good does that actually do? So what we've got to do is help heal the dynamic within you. Who within you keeps wanting to get the acknowledgement from them? Right? There's yeah. an aspect that's taking you out, and it's running you about 92% and up to oh almost 100%. And this aspect is in your power center, and what it's doing is it's actually plugging in. It's courting them. You're courting them oh. because you're, this aspect is courting them going, see me. See what I'm doing. I'm doing good work. I want that acknowledgement. I want that praise. And it's a, it's, a, it's a young girl as a persona that's within you, and she's tugging at them to give her praise. And, you know, she's doing it because out of this need to, to really survive, right? So way back when, in a past life, you know, it, you needed to befriend. You needed to be of value in your community in order to stay alive. Right? That's how you interacted. Yeah. And so in this life, you're bringing it in and you're using your family as if they were the people of the village and they need to recognize your value. And, you know, don't you get it? Oh. And, and so this is the dynamic. It's not a healthy one for you or for them because they think you're, you know, they think you're pestering them and you're, you're trying to push this yeah. upon them. So then they yeah. really reject you, which enhances the cord, firing up, heating up. I see the heat in your stomach. You're not digesting your food properly. You're, you're intaking things that are not healthy because they're not yours. Yeah. You're trying to digest their energy, emotional food, let's say, for them, and you can't. You can't digest it for them. They can only digest it for them, okay? So, okay. Um, Yes, so knowing I, I this now, see how much clarity it brings? Right? It's mm. like, oh, so much at least I know what's happening. Okay? <gasps> yes. Okay? So what I want you to do is I want you to work on, and I would hope that you would take this only so that we could actually do that work on that persona, right? Okay. That persona yeah. has caused a lot of heartache for you. And oh. these personas have a mind of their own, and, and, and they really convince you that you're doing something that is special. And when you do the energy work, it is happening, sweetie. But I want you to do it in a healthy way, and I want you to know that you can do energy work for your family and have them not even have a clue that you're doing it, but you've got to do it on yourself. And the, the whole field shifts. When when you shift one part of the whole, the whole will shift, okay? So yeah. my father went from an alcoholic drug addict to being a born-again Christian minister, right? Oh. And, and so as I went from my low self-esteem, giving myself away in relationship, losing myself to coming into my own power, you know, now he's in his version of his power. You see? Oh, so beautiful. you stepping up 
and being in your own power is the greatest example that you could ever give them. Okay. Yeah, I get okay. it. Yes, this is so much clearer now. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so Thank much. You so Thank much, you. Sweetheart. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. You're welcome. Beautiful. Well, Crystal, thank you, thank you, thank you for such a bright light that you shine. And again, your tireless effort to assist so many thousands, tens of thousands of people on our planet receive your information. It really is an assistance to connect in with themselves. So thank Mm. you, thank you, thank you for that. We are going to wrap up our call. I want to direct, of course, our listeners to the special offer button on this webpage, and they can check that out and see that in-depth program on what offers beautiful tools and techniques to really be responsible for our energy and move towards the enlightened empath. So as we say goodbye, I just want to give you a moment to give us some closing thoughts. Well, I just, you know, I'm holding all of you at this high level of becoming the truth of you, no matter what, you know, really trusting and really call forth that deep level of faith. You know, there's a Mm -hmm. universal plan for you and your unique offering And that's going to carry you. When you hold on to that deep, deep truth, it carries you through those hard times. And and that connection with the divine will allow you to really experience that inner freedom and, and be filled with that joy. Those are the sacred moments of love and connection. And that brings about peace for all of us. So blessings and so much love from my heart to you. Waves of love and light to you. Blessings. And I can't wait to be with you on those calls. So much love. And Loren, thank you so much. Thank you, Crystal Hughes, for this quantum conversation. We send you our love, and we send that love to all else who would like to receive that as well. Thank you, Crystal. Namaste. Now it is time to end our session First, we will dance our way to the cosmic heart. This just gives us a little lighthearted movement and joy as we dance with the music. You are a shining star. Shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see what your life can truly be.
for you to see what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. I'm 
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Conference is now completed. Goodbye.